Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Wednesday the 22nd of May. Coming up, new NHS drug could change Kent teenagers' life. She isn't able to do her own hair and put it up into a ponytail or a bun or even the simple things like brushing your own teeth. Hopefully it will be there to to provide that bit more strength. Residents speak out about controversial new developments. A garden town with 10,000 homes is ridiculous in this area. We don't have infrastructure. And company hopes to tackle plastic pollution with straw for life. It's no coincidence that single use was the word of the year last year for 2018. Everyone is really understanding the impact that we're having on the environment at the moment. Kent Online News. First today, a man has been found guilty of murder and attempted murder following a fire at a house in West Malling. Simon Child's mother-in-law died when the blaze broke out at the property in October last year. Another person managed to jump to safety. The 52-year-old from Hurricane Road in Kings Hill will be sentenced on Friday. British Steel has collapsed into receivership, putting thousands of UK jobs at risk. The government says it's looked at all the options but refused to bail it out. Business Secretary and Tunbridge Wells MP Greg Clark says it would have been unlawful under EU rules to provide a loan to keep the company afloat. It is illegal to, to put cash into steel companies other than on a commercial basis. The best way is to get a an investor with a long-term commitment to steelmaking. A robber who forced a woman to open a safe at knife point while they were locked in a betting shop in Gravesend has been jailed. John Saunders targeted the bookies in King Street in March, jumping over the counter to threaten a shop worker. The 36-year-old from Tennyson Avenue in Canterbury has been locked up for six years. A man still in a serious condition in a London hospital after a car being followed by police crashed into his van at a service station off the M2. It happened near Junction 4 for Gillingham on Saturday afternoon. A 20-year-old man from Essex and 19-year-old woman from Sheerness were arrested and have been released while investigations continue. The police have also referred themselves to the watchdog. Kent Online reports. The mum of a Kent teenager with a rare disease says the decision to make a potentially life-extending drug available on the NHS is a dream come true. Mel Bolt from Minster has spent 18 months campaigning for Spinraza to be made accessible to help her 15-year-old daughter Abby. She's been telling Ish about her condition and their hopes for the future. So Abby was born um, with a rare muscle wasting condition called spinal muscular atrophy type 2. She was um, not reaching normal milestones when she was um, a baby and went through um, certain procedures um, from the age of 9 months um, to get a clearer picture of what was going on. Um, at 28 months old, it was confirmed due to a simple blood test um, through genetics that she was affected by SMA. I understand that in, in recent years that Abigail's deteriorated quite a lot. How does it affect her on a day-to-day? As the years have progressed, Abby has um, lost um, the ability to um, crawl, um, she um, lost the ability to stand, not that she would be able to stand for very long but we would always put her into a standing frame um, to get that ability there um, she no longer can do that. She's got um, very tight um, legs 
um, because where she's sitting in her wheelchair constantly. Um, she's due, had to have spinal rods fitted due to scoliosis where um, her spine has curved. Um, so she's um, recently, um, she's recently um, waiting more surgery due to her hips um, clicking in and out. Um, so the, the surgeons are going to um, have a relook at the hip side of it now as well. It's an incurable muscle condition? It is. Um, so um, it is life limiting and it is non-curable. So the, um, the actual treatment that is now available, um, Spinraza, it's to basically help progress. Um, and um, in recent studies, it's shown that the children that have been receiving the, the drug have um, been able to reach milestones They've been able to get a lot stronger um, by using this new treatment that's become available. How much more life could it bring your daughter? It's working in different ways with different children and different adults. Um, from what we can see, um, and Abby's been following quite a few people um, on social media in America who have had this drug um, provided to them, um, they've they've been able to, to see a, an increase in their tone um, of their arms and how they are able to use their arms and um, some children have even been able to start walking and crawling when they've not been able to in the past. So um, I think it's very much going to be um, a wait and see with how it, it's actually going to benefit Abby, but it will benefit her in, in one way or another. And now, of course, it has been made available. How, how did you find out and what was your, what's your reaction now? I got a phone call to say that the um, NICE had agreed it and it was going to be for everyone, um, types 1, um, 2, 3s and adults. And I just burst into tears. I was gobsmacked. I didn't, I didn't believe it, first of all. It was um, a bit of a, a shell shock moment. Um, the first thing I did, I walked. I went up to Abby, and I said to her, "It's been agreed," and she was exactly the same. It was a shell shock moment of, "Oh my, oh my God, what's, what's going to happen now?" And yeah, it's even now it's still not really sunk in. The next steps would be for the um, hospitals to put procedures into place, um, clinics, and um, everything they need to get the to get the children in to be, to have the treatment administrated to them. Kent Online News. Meetings have been taking place for residents to voice their concerns about a new 10,000 home development. More than 200 people have gone along to public events over the last week where developers have shown them plans for the Otterpool Park Garden Town near Folkestone. They want to build it between West Hanger, Lim and Selinch over the next 30 years. People who live nearby have been sharing their opinion on it. I'm not against development. I'm quite happy for reasonable science developments to go ahead especially on ground sites and and sites that aren't actually being used particularly so I'm we know we need more houses but a 
town, a garden town with 10,000 homes, which is presumably what they're going to have, is ridiculous in this area. We don't have infrastructure. Environmentally, there'll be all this extra pollution from cars because people won't find jobs locally. They'll have to commute to Ashford, which is where I believe they should be concentrating putting the houses around Ashford as they are, continue there, where you've got the infrastructure, where you've got the high-speed train station already. And so environmentally, I think it's all a disaster. You've got to do something because it's going to just slip through by the back door. You know, if they were to to reduce the number of houses to a manageable, a, a, a nice estate, that you can develop a nice estate with maybe a, prim- a primary school there and you wouldn't have the environmental disaster that this will cause. This will cause a nightmare. They should not build on farmland. Um, we will need that land in the future. Um, our population's expanding. Um, if we come out of the EU, we may find that we need our land to grow more of our own food. We haven't got enough water in the area. We're always having water shortages. Our infrastructure won't support it. And we certainly haven't got enough doctors. Well, Andy Jarrett is a spokesperson for the project and told Molly he's pleased with the number of people interested in finding out more. Thus today, it's been very good. We've had um, a good attendance. We had over 150 people pass through Western Hanger Castle yesterday, which was great. And today, thus far, again, we've got a good turnout. So from our point of view, that's... That's brilliant. Yeah, sure. And so what, do you, what have kind of been the main concerns that people have had and also sort of better sort of things that they've been considering and things that they like about the project as well? Yeah, sure. I mean, people have been raising questions, I suppose, principally about homes and particularly affordable homes. People are quite keen to see that this is a development that is good for local people not something that is just there to attract people from outside of the area. And uh, Hopefully we've been able to help put people's minds at rest as far as that's concerned. But in a particular interest to make sure that homes are affordable, um, again, to help local people. And again, that's, a, that's an interest of ours anyway. So again, we've, we've probably, I think, been able to reassure people to a degree on, on that. Um, other questions that raising concerns for people, great interest in transport and, and how we manage the extra number of people in the area. So what's happening with roads, what's happening with public transport. What emphasis are we placing on um, walking and cycling and so on? So I think we, we can help with that. And the third one probably is um, water. There's always been a local concern that because the area regionally is, is seen as an area with the shortage of water, can we actually make the supply? And we've got a water specialist along who's been spending a lot of time sort of working that through. So again, you know, hopefully... Questions Um, are becoming easier to answer the more work we do, really. Yeah, sure. And um, I imagine that you've had answers for all of those questions for people. So what's kind of the reassurances that you've been giving? Yeah, I think think we can help people dealing with those questions directly. We're not pretending we've got all the answers to questions yet. There's a a long way to go. And um, some people are interested about... um, what the future holds in terms of the railway service, well, that's, that's not in our hands. We can talk about our ambition. Um, everything's going well thus far, but you, know, you can't always provide certainty. Local estate agents have also been at the public meetings. Chris Foster from Motus Estates gave us his opinion. Certainly looking at the plans and looking at the drawings for the last couple of years, um, 
I can't see that the development's going to do any harm in the area. It's it, we need more houses. Um, I think is well thought out. They've looked at um, a wide diverse of um, properties and shops. They've got the schools. They've got the infrastructure there. So um, I think with interlinking with Westinghanger uh, train station, then certainly um, we're going to have a real diverse of local people and people from London wanting to live there. And in terms of um, the negatives that some people have obviously raised going forward, obviously this is something that you would be interested in in terms of uh, from a market perspective. Um, so what would you possibly say to people that would maybe had these concerns but you thought otherwise? Well, certainly, I think the infrastructure is key. Um, they've got to make sure that they do have the policies in there, they do have the schools, they do have the GPs, um, because... We, there is a stress on, on that at the moment in Folkestone in the local area. So if they can implement more more um, facilities in there and infrastructure, then um, it can only be a good thing, really. Kent Online reports. Three teenagers have been arrested on suspicion of stealing a vehicle following a police chase in Medway. Officers followed a van on Tuesday morning after it was taken from Taunton Vale in Gravesend. The vehicle crashed into a skip in Cookham Hill in Borstal and a 15-year-old girl, 16-year-old boy and a 19-year-old man were taken into custody. Meantime, a man's been arrested after a car crashed into an unmarked police vehicle at traffic lights in Maidstone before driving off. Officers managed to find the car and the driver was found to have no insurance. He also failed a drug test and had a knuckle duster in his pants. Now, as the government announces a ban on plastic straws, drink stirrers and cotton buds from next April, a Maidstone company hoping they have the solution to the single-use plastic crisis. Lund London, who are based in Bearstead, are creating what they call a straw for life in an effort to tackle pollution in our oceans. Account manager Nick Rands has been telling Nicola all about it. We're a design-led company really taking a stand on single-use plastic. So we make reusable water bottles, reusable straws, which we call the straw for life, and also bento boxes, which you carry around food in. Now, this is a huge issue at the moment. We've all become very aware of the effects that single-use plastic are having. Have you seen that your products have become more and more popular after we had things like Blue Planet appear on TV, that sort of thing? Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, it's... Uh, it's no coincidence that single use was the word of the year last year for 2018. Everyone is really understanding the impact that we're having on the environment at the moment and uh, everyone is seeking little ways that they can have a positive environmental impact and uh, using our products does really help uh, reduce that negative impact that we have. So what are your particular products actually made from? They're all BPA free if there's any kind of plastic in there but generally we have high quality stainless steel. For example, the straw for life and the reusable bottles, yeah, there's no plastic in, in the straw for life. Instead, it's stainless steel, which is then reusable, uh, dishwasher safe. Take it around with you, take it in your pocket and avoid those pesky plastics. And with the news today that um, from April next year, plastic straw stirrers, those sorts of things are, are going to be banned from being used in, in bars and restaurants. What sort of message do you think that sends out? Yeah, I think it's a, it's a fantastic message. Um, it's not only the plastic stirrers being banned, but I know, again, plastic straws, there'll be a large restriction, which is going to really encourage people to, to do their part and uh, 
carry around a straw with them if they like drinking with a straw there's been a lot of backlash against paper straws where they go soggy and customers don't really like them so uh we take a stand against that as well i suppose we've all got used to bags for life haven't we and carrying them around in the boot of our car do you think soon you know having a straw in the little container in a bag or in our pocket is going to be something of the norm that we just we know we have to do if we're going out for for an evening yeah for sure i think it's yeah following on from the bag for life following on from uh the huge reusable water bottle market that uh that has come as a result of this um i think straws is the next step is there anything else in the pipeline as far as what you're designing i mean i know quite a few of us here use um say the reusable coffee cups things like that uh so yeah so our, our next project is these uh bamboo lunch boxes which i mean bamboo is i think the fastest self-generating material on the planet so it's really good for the environment as opposed to when you go in and you buy a meal deal with all the single-use plastics that the food is encompassed in um so we're bringing out these later on in the year as well to really encourage people to to get rid of the plastic packaging um and take food around with them. The reusable straws will be available to buy from June. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham's new boss will have to start life at Priestfield watching from the stands. Steve Evans has got a four-match touchline ban following a row with a ref while managing Peterborough, which will come into effect at the start of the season. It was confirmed yesterday the former Leeds United manager would be taking over at the Jills following the sacking of Steve Lovell. And finally today, work started on building a new gym and shop at the site of a former Toys R Us in Medway. Plans for the site at Horsted Retail Park in Chatham were approved last month after the toy shop closed after going into administration. A UFC gym and home bargain store will join a KFC drive through and Aldi on the site. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. 